y'all. I'm Tina. And I'm Lisa. And this is Queen Bees. If you are new here, welcome and thank you for listening today. If you are returning, thank you. Whether you are on your drive, cleaning, or in your comfy spot with a glass of wine or cocktail, we are so pleased you are here. Be sure to like and subscribe. That way you will be notified the moment an episode drops. Before we get into today's episode, we want to share a bit of business. Our merch is now available at teesprings.com, queen-bs. We also have listener support available on our Anchor webpage. If you are unable to purchase or donate anything, that's okay. You can still help out by liking, subscribing, and rating. Every little bit helps so we can keep creating new content every week. Our goal here is to get you three episodes a week. In order to do that, we need your help. Email us at queenbeespodcast at gmail.com with your own experiences and questions that we can share on future episodes. I've also decided to put all of our sponsorships right in the middle of each episode. That way, you get the most out of everything that we can bring to you. Okay, y'all. We've got our snacks. We've got our coffee tonight. We are not whining or cocktailing it up. We've decided we're going to be chatting about sex. So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Um... Few updates first. It's almost Lisa's birthday. So I'm wearing a crown again because I can. And I'm wearing a crown too. Because we're queen bees. And they finally showed up from Amazon. It snowed here this week. Not enough, but. A little bit. I'm not uh, excited about the cold. Really wishing it was summer. I've also fallen into the TikTok trap. And so you can find us on TikTok at Queen Bees Podcast. Dropped a few videos on there so far and some other stuff. Definitely, definitely fell down the rabbit hole, though. Like, I got sucked in when was sitting in the garage, in my lounge chair, scrolling through these videos. And my daughter comes out, and she's like, Mom, like, I thought you said we were cleaning the house today. I'm like, yeah, we are. And she's like, it's like noon. You've been out here since, like, 10 o'clock. What are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Whoopsie daisies. Yeah, whoopsie days. Be careful with that TikTok shit. It does suck you in. But on to this week's episode, sex. All right, let's get to the topic on hand here. So, so I'm not going to be sharing like exactly what we do because that's somewhat private. But... My sex before marriage fucking sucked. 
mainly because you're young. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Your partner doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. You don't communicate with each other. And you're too young to be having sex. Honestly, I had a, te- I had a child as a teenager. So don't be doing it. <laughs> Wait. And that's what we, uh, well, I tell my children, and I am completely upfront about when my first child was born and everything that I did in hopes that they make better choices and different decisions than I did as a teenager and a young adult. I I am pretty open with my kids about it in the sense of my kids are a little bit younger well, then your oldest anyway. So we haven't had like the full on conversation of things that I've done or like how to do things and when to do things and things like that. Um, like as in what age is appropriate and, and whatnot, but both of my children do know what sex is and what comes from sex as in, you know, the point of it is generally to make a baby, you know, Wait, ultimately. My, my kids so, are 10, 11 and 16 almost 11, 12, and 17. The 17-year-old probably knows more than I've even told her because the teeny boppers these days, they be using social media and the internet for some really fucked up shit, which is scary. And so glad I put that parent tracking app thing to control all their freaking crap on there phones and tablets because it's just nuts out there but that's completely off off topic so my 10 and 11 year old we've talked a little bit about puberty the 11 year old that's going on 12 is in the middle of puberty so we've had a little bit more in-depth conversation about sex body changes and how babies are made. My oldest, who, like I said, is 16, I had all that with her right around that same age to prepare them for, you know, the period coming, the boobs, the hair, the having to shave. She did bring home a electronic baby is that what you would call it from school yeah those... it's, the, it's the class where they teach you what it's like to have a baby so you have to like take it home for a weekend or two nights after school or whatever and it cries and you have to hold it and rock it and you can't let its head tilt back yeah she uh she did pass but she said she's never having children so hopefully that worked or at least helped for a while Not that I don't ever want her to have children, because someday I do want to be a grandma, but definitely not today, or tomorrow, or next week, or next year. For me, my sex life didn't really get great until after I was married, which doesn't mean that you have to be married. If you are with your significant other, and you guys just don't want to be married, because that's not what you want to do, great. For me... Things changed after I got married. I met someone that actually asked me what I liked and wanted me to communicate, which I didn't have that with previous partners, which does make a huge difference. Having that open, clear communication with each other makes it so much more pleasurable for the both of you. 
So if she's saying go left, up, sideways, flip me over, and tie me to the ceiling fan, she's not criticizing you, or he is not criticizing you. They are trying to communicate what makes them reach that peak pleasurable What excites feeling. them, what makes them feel good. Right. So having all that open communication really does help. My scenario is a little bit different because my husband and I met when I was very young. So he is the first person and the only person that I've ever had sex with. But in a similar context, I agree with my sister in the sense of like when you first start out and nobody really knows what the hell they're doing, it's kind of a little bit of a you're winging it, mumbo jumbo, you're not totally comfortable in your skin, they're not totally comfortable in their skin, they don't know what they're doing, or they think they do know what they're doing, and they're trying to make you happy, but it's not really what you want. There's a lot of... And you get nervous about saying right. anything because you are so young and you don't know that it's okay to say, go left, right. move and I, up. And I think that's just like a time thing also, because like as I got older and more comfortable with my body as a woman... I was way more comfortable saying exactly what I wanted or how I wanted it. And how I wanted on Monday might not have anything to do with how I wanted on Friday. So sometimes just being open and honest and saying, like, this is what I'm looking for today. And um, getting right down to the dirty and the the nitty gritty or the whatever. Like, take let's head over to the laundry room. We've got 10 minutes. Bend me over and smack that ass. Or maybe you need a nice, slow, candlelight dinner and a, and a good movie to get you in the mood and then have more of a lovey-dovey session. And both are completely fine. Right. And if you are someone that does require more of that lovey-dovey, nurturing stuff, there's also things as women that you can do to kind of get yourself prepared. If it is a Tuesday night and you know that you're only going to have 30 minutes with your husband before the kids get off the bus and he gets home from work, you can take a shower, a bubble bath, shave, trim your jungle down there, and put on some makeup. If you don't wear makeup, don't put on any makeup. Do your hair. Put on a sexy outfit. Put on no outfit. Just wear a robe. I mean, go grab one of his oversized t-shirts and surprise him when he gets home from work. There's lots of things that you can do yourself that he doesn't necessarily need to be a part of to somewhat get you going. Because for women, it is more mental than just physical. Like you... A woman gets naked in front of a man, everyone says, and they're just ready to go, which isn't always necessarily true either. Right. Especially when you have older gentlemen, and I don't mean like 60, 70, or 80. I'm talking about gentlemen, men that are grown-ass men, not little boys, mentally. Right. They worry about the bills that need to be paid the leaky faucet they need to fix, the brakes on the car, and the kids doing this or doing that, and is she happy? They also have a million things running around in their minds just as much as women do. So 
don't think that you're the only one that's sitting back and not getting what you want out of it. And both both people in the relationship have to put the effort in and try to satisfy their partner. And I'm not saying give up any part of yourself or force yourself to do something that you don't want to do. I'm just saying there has to be that little bit of compromise. So maybe tonight your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend really wants to do it. And you're just like, eh, I'm not totally in the mood, but I don't really know if I want to. You know, maybe kind of instead of having that mindset, say, yeah, you know what? Let's let's make it happen and, and, and get yourself into it a little bit because there's going to be another time when you're the one who really wants it and maybe they're kind of like, eh, I'm kind of tired. I could kind of do it, but I don't know. You know, so there, there has to be that little bit of give and take too. And that's where the communication comes in and is so important because if you have wants and needs and your significant other isn't fulfilling them, it's a definitely an important conversation that needs to happen whether it's something you're comfortable talking about with somebody else or just directly with your partner. I definitely think, you know, communication is super important because everyone has lulls in their sex life. I don't care who you are, whether it's a lull for just a week or a lull for three months, you know, or six years or right. whatever it is. Everyone has those lulls, especially Especially once you've been together for a long time, you've got your jobs in there, you've got your friendships, and then you throw kids in the mix, and life in general just gets in the way, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, it's been like two months since we've had sex. Like, maybe we should do something here. Right, where did the time go? Right. And it could be other things too. I mean, there could be something, for example, I do take an anxiety medication, and a side effect of it can be... Uh, like a reduction in your, what is it, libido? Yep. So low that, testosterone levels. Right. So they say, you know, that's something you kind of have to watch out for because, you know, they don't want me taking my anxiety medication just to ruin my, my marriage, my relationship. So that's something that, you know, you have to keep that in mind too. Maybe it's just a medication that you're on, or maybe you're just having a, an influx of hormones or a reduction of hormones in some way, shape, or form that could be affecting how you're feeling about partaking in the bedroom. Which, since you brought up fluctuations of hormones, makes me think. We'll be right back after a brief message about our sponsor. Have you heard about Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need right at your fingertips and all in one place. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Think of when I was pregnant. Now, I've been pregnant four times. I do only have three children. One of them was a miscarriage. But out of all four of those pregnancies, each one 
the pregnancy itself was different and child and the children but my sex drive with each pregnancy was different with each one like one of them i was insatiable like a, a vampire that needed some blood and then another one i was like i just don't want to at all like absolutely no interest didn't even want to be naked and then another one it didn't really change a whole lot from when I wasn't pregnant so those are things you need to be communicating with your partner as well when you are pregnant and your hormones are changing because you'll have that huge influx and you're you've got a lot more blood flowing through your body and if it's running to the right spots it can make you a little crazy and i think as well that goes in line with that is after you have a kid and obviously one you might be getting up in the middle of the night you might be tired or crabby or whatever but your body's hormones change quite a bit after yes, having a baby a as well year so after having after giving birth an entire year after giving birth for your body to get back to its pre-pregnancy state. And I'm not talking about size and skin. I'm talking about the hormones on the inside of your body mentally messes you up and changes your, your flow cycles, your sex cycles, everything, an entire year. So give your body time to heal and recover and communicate that with your partner as well. And there's sex after kids. So obviously, you know, after you have babies, I know for me personally, it was just crazy busy all the time. And I actually got a second job for a while to pay off the medical bill um, from having the baby. So that kind of put a damper on the whole mood of everything when you're so tired. I mean, like I said, sometimes you got 30 minutes alone and you, or, or the kids are sucked into what my kids were into was Dora the Explorer or uh, Octonauts. Mm -hmm. I hear it's like Coco Melon is the new one these days. So they're sucked into their TV show if you let your kids have screen time. If they're sucked into that shit and you know you're going to have 15 minutes to yourself, go in the damn laundry room. Lock the fucking door. Go in the bathroom. Go hide in a fucking closet. Go out in the goddamn garage if you need to. Utilize the time that you have. Because it is far and few in between. Right. Or get a sitter. You know, ha have have your mother-in-law, father-in-law, parents, sister, a friend. Have your family, whomever. Take the kids out to a movie for a little bit. Or put them to yes. bed early one night. I have messaged Lisa and said, you know what? I need some... Me and husband time, like no kids. I'm I'm gonna crack here if I don't get my husband to myself. And she's like, all right, they can come over at five. I said, deal, I'll be there at 4.55. <laughs> and you also have to communicate with your partner if you are interested in doing some more wild and crazy things and if your partner's not comfortable with doing something that is extreme you can't get, 
get mad at them. You also have to be understanding. Right. And you both have to come to a compromise. So, example, if one of you is into some serious BDSM and the other one's like, not really my cup of tea, maybe head over to the local adult gift store if they actually have reputable reputable people working there that can give you some advice on how to like kind of try a few things out that are more on the vanilla side of it or my pure romance lady has lots of information I've asked her a million questions about things and you can kind of get some information from, or even even go to a sex therapist. Say, you know what, I want to try this, but they they don't. They can give you some information on some things that you can try that are still safe to make both of you comfortable and satisfied. And don't ever try to jump into anything that you haven't done some serious research on that's not regular vaginal sex if right. you want to do something else go for it by all means it can be great it can be pleasurable but make sure you're doing your research and knowing what you're getting yourself into and being informed about it before you just jump into something and then causing yourself or your partner pain or hurting them in some way and then ruining it for both of you Right, or really regretting trying it afterwards because you didn't realize it was going to be like that. Right. And then it's that awkward, you know, that maybe the other person wants to do it again and you're like, absolutely not. Right, so even if you are communicating with each other and one of you's on the fence about something or not really thinking like it's going to be your cup of tea, but you kind of want to feel it out just a little bit because you do want your partner to be satisfied, like I said, Check, look for a pure romance. Uh, they're one of those reps or whatever. Direct sales people. Yeah. Just there's millions of them everywhere. Find one in your local area. And there's more than pure romance. There's other names for them too, where essentially they're uh, consultants that sell, you know, like rather than having makeup or whatever, they can sell all kinds of sex products. And it's not just sex stuff. No, it it's not. It could be anything from. It, um outfits that you can wear masks yeah handcuffs they sell lube they sell toys they sell one person that or one of the ones that I went to they had like a cream so if you are you shave if you prefer to like shave down there it helps with like the coochie cream yes it helps with any kind of like irritation you might get I've heard a lot of good things about that they also sell so much sprays and Mm -hmm. body things for so if you uh sweat in your hoo-ha area a lot they have shit for that they've they've got a million things and they actually do do extensive training on sexual health so they're not just throwing out shit to sell crap they do want you to have fun be comfortable and your partner be comfortable and have pleasure from it Because sex is supposed to be enjoyable and pleasurable for both of you, not one or the other. And 
if you shouldn't feel like you're being forced into anything either if you are completely uncomfortable with it stand your ground absolutely not that is not happening it's it's not in the cards whatsoever right. I'm sorry I'm just not comfortable with that and then the other person just has to, I'm sorry but you have to be okay with that you can't force someone to do something that they don't want to do that's not how this and that's works. where the communication comes super, it becomes super duper important. Right. I mean, you could do like some dancing, kind of like, uh, what is it called when they, the when you're, dancing? no, when you're, when the guy's sitting on the chair and they come and do, oh, a lap dance. That's yeah. what it's called. You could do like lap dance type things. I mean, my husband just asked me the other night for one. So I'm like, okay, okay. So I get all dressed up, whip open my closet door, I pop on the music, and I'm singing and dancing. Do your boobs hang low? Do they wobble to and fro? <laughs> Can you tie them in a the bow? But that keeps things fun, though, too. You know, we can laugh about it all we want, but, you know, at least you were willing to try something out with him. You know, it's something maybe that we laugh about now, but it made him happy in that moment. Right. He did. He absolutely laughed his ass off. All right. What else do I got here in my notes? Oh. Get some locks on your doors. If you got kids... Walmart sells these great locking doorknobs for like $10. <laughs> get one. Two, five, whatever room needs a lock, get them. If you have kids and you want privacy, you want to have morning sex and it's Saturday, but you don't want the kids running in on you and trying to whip the covers over your body and finagle yourself into some odd ass position and then you've got your one leg over his behind his neck and the other one's across the room because you're all tangled up underneath these covers trying to hide from the kids get a fucking lock for the door and teach your kids respect and boundaries my children are not allowed to enter my room unless they knock and they ask even if the door is wide open and I'm not even in there, but they want to go in my bathroom to get a certain set of nail clippers or something. They have to ask before they go in there. Yes. That's a big thing for me. We have taught our children that too. They cannot just come in our room. They have to knock. They have to ask no matter, no matter what, whether the door is wide open or closed. My reason for saying getting this lock is if you have small children that have not learned that yet right. or even... Some children that are harder to teach than others and or just don't listen very well. Right, stubborn. Yeah, stubborn. Get that damn lock so that you can have that privacy. They can't just barge in on you and your husband or girlfriend or boyfriend or your significant other doing what you're trying to do and ruining everything. So the moral of everything that I think we pretty much went over was to have clear communication with each other. Find time for each other. It's okay to have fun as long as both participants or however many participants are okay with it and know what's happening. 
Yes. Consenting adults. And don't take offense to constructive criticism because it's not a reflection on you. It's to help you get your person's peak pleasure spots. And I think when you've satisfied your partner to that point, you are generally extremely satisfied as well. Yes. At least that's how it works at my house. (laughs) (laughs) Mine too. Well, thanks for joining us today, guys. Until next time. Our challenge for you this week is to have sex. Good luck. Thank you all for joining us today. If you found this episode helpful, make sure to share it with a friend who you think would find value in it. Also, like, rate, and subscribe on your favorite streaming app of choice. New episodes drop every Friday. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Queen Bees Podcast for sneak peeks into next week's episode. We would also love to hear your experiences and learn from them. Email us at queenbeespodcast at gmail.com with topic suggestions and listener escapades. All the links will be in the show notes. Thank you.